turn to Psalms 143, if you would. Let's all stand as we honor God's word. Psalms 143. We're going to read the first. We're going to well, we're going to read the whole psalm, and then that's where I'm going to be preaching from at this time this afternoon. This is David's psalm, and this was a psalm when David was sort of felt himself to be further away from God than he once was. He said, Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In thy faithfulness answer me, and in thy righteousness. And enter not into judgment with thy servant, for in thy sight shall no man living be justified. For the enemy hath persecuted my soul. He hath smitten my life down to the ground. He hath made me to dwell in darkness as though as those that have been long dead. Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. I remember the days of old. I, med- I meditate on all thy works. I muse on the work of thy hands. I I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth uh, after thee as a thirsty land. Selah, hear me speedily, O Lord. My spirit faileth. Hide not thy face from me, lest I be like unto them that go down into the pit. Cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in, in, in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I lifted up my soul unto thee. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. To teach, teach me to do thy will. For <clears throat> thou art my God. Thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of righteousness, uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake, for thy righteousness' sake. Bring my soul out of trouble. And of thy mercy cut off mine enemies and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day. Thank you for the blessings of it. We always thank you for David. Lord, he, he always sung about some great things and and blessing it, some of the songs that he sung are messages within themselves. We're thankful for that, Lord. We're thankful that uh, David lived. We're thankful that we have this testimony uh, that we can read today, some many, many years later, down through many generations. Lord, we can read these, and we can, we can, uh, in ways, in some ways, Lord, we can, uh, uh, we we can. Uh, identify with them lord because there's a lot of times in our own lives lord that things seem uh, darkness and seem lonesome and there's time when we need someone to go to lord uh, in our time of need and lord i'm just so thankful that you have you're there i'm thankful that anytime we call upon you you're there you're ready to listen and lord i'm so thankful for those things thank you lord for everything in jesus name i pray Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. 
title of this message this afternoon is A Place to Hide. You know, do we need a place to hide? I have three questions this afternoon that I want to ask before I start on this message. Um, uh, first question is, when you need one, do you have a hiding place? The second question is, where is your hiding place? And the third question is, I venture to say that 98% of all professed Christians don't know what it means to have a hiding place. You know, that, that's uh, those are questions that I don't know if we've ever been confronted with those things before. But all of us sometimes need a place to flee to. Yeah, and people do different things. I, I, I know they do. People, people get, uh, problems and, and they want to flee somewhere where they can be alone, uh, not necessarily alone with God, but just to be alone where they can go and, and, or where they can, for these type of things. There's times comes up when we need these things, but if, if we're a saved person, we need that hiding place. I know I do. I need a place to go to when, when things begin to look bad and, you know, everybody can talk about things. They can talk all day long about things, but sometimes there comes a time when we, uh, we need a place to go to. You know, we sing the chorus of an old song, He Hideth My Soul. It goes like this, he hideth my soul in the cliff of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth, he hideth my life in the, in the depths of his love and answer and covers me there with his hand. You know, do you find comfort? We sung the song this morning, the comforter. The comforter has come. The comforter has come. We sang the song this morning about the, how the comfort is here. But do, do we, do we have a place that we can go and we can, a hiding place that we can go and hide ourselves and be alone with the Lord? You know, Jesus himself said that everyone needs a prayer closet. Everyone needs a place that they can go and, and pray. You know, and uh, my prayer closet is really, it's right here at church. Uh, it's it's right here, uh, right here in this sanctuary, because a lot of times that's where I come to pray. But every one of us need a hiding place. We need a place to go. David, David said, "Lord, I, I, I he said, uh, I need a place to be." He said in verse nine, "Deliver me, O Lord." From mine enemies, I flee unto thee to hide me. You know, and David, David had a time in his life when he needed to be hid. And he, he would go into the caves and, and the catacombs and he was hiding from his, his, his father-in-law who was out to kill him. And, and so he, he would go and hide and, uh, to those places. But even, even then, he needed a hiding place. He needed a hiding place. He needed a place where he could go. And so what would he do? He went to God in prayer. That's what this whole psalm is about. This whole psalm is David going to the Lord in prayer and praying, God, will you protect me? Will you take care of me? Will you do the thing? 
will you do will you watch over me and give me a place where I can feel safe and hid? And that's what we need. We we need we need that place. Um, David was was sought after by Saul, who was his his father in law, and 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 he was out to take David's life. If Saul had found David, he would have killed him. And and David was afraid of him. And you know, you 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 would think somebody that conquered a giant would not would not have been afraid of a man. But he was. He was afraid of his own father-in-law. And, and his own father-in-law was out to get him. And so anyway, David needed a place to go and hide. Uh, David uh, uh, found a hiding place in a cave. But yet he still, even though he found a hiding place in a cave, he still prayed to God that this will be the place. This will be the place. You know, we, we may find a place where we think is pretty nice but is this the place that God wants us to be you know if 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 we can pray the church here uh, right here during church time that's a good hiding place that's a good place to come and and where you can you know I don't know how many of you look forward to the prayer circle but I look forward to it I look forward to the time when we I can hear all the brethren praying and I know I know the sisters are praying to themselves, and, and it's a wonderful thing. That, that's a hiding place. That's a place where we can hide from all of our troubles. Because we know, all of us know, that when you leave here on Sunday, you're going to go out in the world, and you're going to find things out there that you you just don't care anything about. You don't care anything about some of the things you see out there. You know, all of us are... Going right now, Deanna was just telling me about uh, Demi and them. Uh, they hadn't told Demi and them anything about the hurricane or, or what was going to hit or what they were going to do. But uh, you're always confronted with these things in your lifetime. I, I don't care who you are. And you need some place you can go and seek the Lord and ask the Lord uh, for, for guidance. Now, what about right now? What about right right now in here? You know, do you have problems? Do you have some problems in life? You say, I have no problems. Well, don't don't lie about it now. You say, I have no problems, uh, but you do have problems. People have sicknesses. They they have they have uh, 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 problem many other different kinds of problems. But you can come to the Lord's house and you can find a hiding place. Because you, you say, well, I'm, I pray all the time you're preaching. Praise the Lord. I wish everybody prayed all the time I was preaching. That would be wonderful. That'd be wonderful if you prayed all the time I was preaching. If somebody might say, well, I, I don't get to listen. Praise the Lord. You're praying. That's what, that's what's important. You, you, you see, you've sought out your hiding place and you have found it. You found that peace and, uh, that you dated. David, David knew that he had one choice and, and, and only one, and that is go to Jehovah God, the, the only safe hiding place to which he could go. He didn't feel safe in that cave, but he felt safe when he went to God. He felt safe when he sung this song. I don't know how David sung this song, where he sung it to himself, or where he just uh, 
sung this song to himself and whatever. I don't, I don't know how that transpired, but I do know this one thing that he was in his, he was hiding from Saul, but yet he found a hiding place in the Lord here. And that's what he says in verse nine. We just read it to you again. Deliver me, O Lord, from mine enemies. I flee unto thee to hide me. Well, he was in a cave, but why did he have to go to the Lord? The only time you're safe is when you're able to go to the Lord. I don't care what it is. I don't care. I don't care what happens to you. You know, uh, you can have things come up in your life, but the only only place you're safe is when you go to the Lord and you feel safe. You feel that you feel that the Lord is listening to you. You feel that the Lord is 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 going to answer that prayer. You say, well, He might not answer it. You know, Saul might still kill him, but. But still, he felt safe at that particular time. And I think you will, too. Uh, now, let me warn all of you here this this afternoon who are constantly hiding from something. We're constantly hiding from something. I don't care what it is. We're constantly hiding from something. You know, we, we, have, our, we have our lives turned upside down sometimes. We have things happen in family life and... And, and, and things like that, we're always confronted with something, you know. You leave here today, and what's going to happen, you know? Who, who knows what's going to happen? It's, we got a hurricane coming. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, uh, uh, you, you know, you, you need a hiding place. You need somewhere to go and, and ask the Lord to bless you. Now, as far as I know, we're not going to have much effect from the, from this storm. But I do know there have been other things that have happened that affected us a whole lot. Death affects us a whole lot. Sickness affects us a whole lot. Whether it's a, whether it's my, whether it's you or whether it's a family member. You know, it's, uh, uh I've said many times before, uh, that, uh, I wish that I could be the one that would suffer and my family would never have to suffer, but I know they're going to. I know they're going to, and I and and, but we need a place to go to, and we need a place to hide. Considering when we consider this, um, but what I want to say is here, let me warn all of you this afternoon, who are constantly seeking for a hiding place, uh, hiding from something, and let me tell you what most likely a lot of it is: it's sin, sin in our life. We. You know, how, how many of you have gotten so burdened down with the sin in your life that you, you had no other choice but go to God and say, God help me. I didn't realize, Lord, that, uh, that this would affect me the way it has, but it has. It's affected. It, 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 sin will affect you. Sin will cause you to seek a hiding place because of the guilt and everything that goes on. How, how can a person stand that? There's a many of us suicide has been committed because of people who can't deal with the sin that's in their life. They can't deal with the things that that's happening in their life, and so they they think that that going to end it all, but it doesn't. It only causes more trouble. Satan and sin will find you just as surely as I stand here and you sit out there today. Satan and sin will find you. It'll find you. When you leave here today, you may leave here high as a kite, or you may leave here as low as you can go, but I guarantee you one thing. 
sin will eventually find you. It will find you. You'll say, well, I'm going to try to get through today or tomorrow without sin. It's going to find you. Satan is going to find you. Say, do, do we realize this? I know Satan is not, uh, is, is not uh, all, all uh, knowing everywhere. He's not. Say, Satan is not everywhere we go. But let me tell you, folks, just as soon as you sin confronts you, you can, you can bet Satan is right behind. Satan is right behind. He's waiting like old Job was. He's waiting for something to happen so that he can go to God and he can say, Look at here. At this. Look at here. Look at here. There's one of your children. Look at here, Lord God. Look at one of your children here. Look what they're doing. Satan is not far behind. He, he, what, what does the Bible call him? The accuser of the brethren. That's what he is. He's called, he's called the accuser of the brethren in the Bible. And he's always, he's always there to accuse us before God. You know, you'll say, well, maybe God didn't see me, but Satan is going to make sure God sees you because he's an accuser of the brethren. And, and you're going to need a hiding place. You're going to need somewhere to go. Where you can say, Satan, get thee behind me, get out of here, stay out here, because I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray to God. Satan's not going to stick around when you pray it. He's not going to stick around when, he's not going to stick around when you get under such conviction that you know you got to go to God. Satan's not going to stay around. He's going to flee. Just as soon, just as soon as he, he sees that you're going to go to God because he does not want a confrontation with God. He's already had one. He don't want another one. He don't want a confrontation with God. He knows where he's going. He knows where God's going to send him to someday. And so he, he, he automatically, the Bible says, flee from me. Said, I tell Satan to flee from you and he'll leave you. And he'll leave you alone. And so, so Satan is right behind. He's right there. He's out there waiting right now. He, and there's sometimes he may even be in here. I don't know. But he's out there waiting right now. He's just waiting on God's children somewhere. You know, he's not, he's not all present like God is. But let me tell you, some, some it, it, he has enough demons out there that, that he doesn't have to be all present. He, they're, they're out there and, and they're, they're working very strongly. That's, read the second Thessalonians, the second chapter. You'll see what I'm talking about. That's exactly what the Second Thessalonians says. You know, he Second Thessalonians talks about all the uh, all all the demons and and all those wickedness out there. And, and who who's it say is over all of it? Satan is over all of it. He he is the he is the father of all all sin. He's the father of all weaknesses, uh, in especially in God's children. One one of the greatest blessings to us this afternoon is David. This is a great blessing to us. And I, 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 I feel that this message is going to be a great blessing to you too, uh, if, if you listen to it and take it in. David is a great blessing to us. He's a man after God's own heart was tried, tested, and tempted for, for his own good and, and for ours who follow the word of God. 
It's good that we can read this. It's good that we can say, well, here was a man after God's own heart, but yet he had to find a hiding place. He had to hide. He had to find a hiding place where he could go to God. Man after God's own heart. Why would a man after God's own heart ever need another hiding place? But he does. You might think, well, I'm going, I'm going to join church today, and I'm going to get baptized, and I, I'm going to be all right the rest of my life. That's a lie. I'm not even going to tell you if you're saved today, everything's going to be all right the rest of your life. Because it's not. As long as you're in these bodies, sitting in sin is going to hound you and going to hound you to death and all the way to the grave. And you're going to need a hiding place. You're going to need a hiding place. David said, I, I flee unto thee to hide me in verse 9. Let me ask you this afternoon, what is needed for each of us to know when we need to flee to God? What is needed? When you know it's time to go to God and not, not depend upon yourself, not depend upon others, but go to God. When does when that time come? Well, if we're to understand a place to hide, we must see the danger of not having a hiding place. What, how do people survive that don't have God to go to? You wonder that. You wonder that. I wonder about lost people who never pray, who, who never, who never pray. There's a lot of people make professions of faith that never pray too. But where, where do you go when, when you, when trouble hits you? When trouble hits your life, when trouble hits your family, when trouble hits your church, when trouble hits your home, when trouble hits, where do you go? You know, you you have only one place to go, and and that's to God. Where do you go? Now, I don't know why it is, but some really never see the danger of sin. Some never see the danger of sin. They just never see how dangerous sin is. You know, they think sin is just a common thing among people. Sin is dangerous. Let me tell you, sin is dangerous. Uh, Sin will sin a person to hell for all eternity. It sure will. You know, it's possible if you're here and lost, you can send yourself right into hell. You know, unless the Lord borns you again and saves you by His amazing grace. You can, you can, you send yourself right on into hell. How many people die every minute, every second? You know, they say that uh, they say that every four seconds in, in, in a man's life that there, they, they tell how many, I don't remember, how many people die. Every four seconds, how many people die? Well, I've been preaching this message now for about 15, 18 minutes. How many people have died since I started preaching this message? How many people are going to die before this message is over with? You know, it's, 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 sin is dangerous. Sin is one of the most dangerous things ever was. You know, one day, one time, years ago, us boys, I'm talking about nine and ten year old boys, brother Sam, we got a hold of some dynamite. And we started playing with it. We, we took it over to a lake 
This guy, this old guy had a lake and he wouldn't let none of us fish in it. He'd run us out every time. So what did we do? We took that dynamite over to the fence. We got a, we got, we got a, a thing to stick in the dynamite and set it off. We got a, we, we had a battery. We had a six volt battery. And we took that dynamite and we put a wire on it and all, and we threw it out in the middle of that lake and we set it off. We didn't realize what the impact was going to be. I want to tell you, water flew up in the air as high as you could see. Every fish in that lake came to the top. And, and, uh, but we didn't have enough sense to know the danger of it. None of us did. As a matter of fact, there was an article came out in the local paper was talking about, uh, they, they imagined that it was probably some kids who got a hold of some dynamite and did what they did. How, how dangerous was that? You know, if God wasn't watching out for us, how, how dangerous is that? It, 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 it's, it's dangerous. But the thing about it is, is we don't realize the danger of sin itself. Ignoring the danger will surely, will surely cause one to fall into the snare of the devil, not realizing the, the, the danger of sin. There are many who will go to hell without any fear. Many will, you know, that's another thing. You know, some, sometimes we have this thought that everybody dies and goes to hell, they, 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 they have a great fear and they, they scream and they carry on. That's not necessarily so. That's not necessarily so because I've seen people, I've seen some of the most wickedest people that I knew have died and they died a peaceful death. They just shut their eyes and went to sleep. I've seen that. I've seen it, folks, over the years. I've seen it. And there was a old fellow up there in Kentucky, one of the meanest men ever was. I was with him when he died. He had one of the most peaceful deaths that anybody would want to have. And then, and then you go, you go to, uh, uh, be with one of your church members and they have one of the most terrible deaths that anybody can have. You can't judge it like that, folks. Let me tell you, you can, you can wane yourself right on into hell and not realize it. Wake up one day. And realize that you're, you're, you're walking on this earth and then the next second you're in hell. You won't, you won't want to know what happened. You just know that you're in torment. You're in torment. Did you ever, did you ever have a bad nightmare? Were you glad when it was over? Well, that's going to be a nightmare. It's not going to end. Never going to end. Why do you need a hiding place? That's why we need a hiding place. We, you need a hiding place. The young and the old and even the saint who falls into sin will, will eventually have a problem. Every, every danger of sin is not obvious. It's not obvious. Learn this this afternoon. The more dangerous the snake less likely you are to see him. You know, 
more danger of the snake than it's likely you are to see him, you know. A lot of people never see the rattlesnake until they're bitten. Until they're bitten. Same way with an old copperhead or an old uh, um, water moccasin. They don't, they don't rouse up and say, hey, you better not come over here. You don't, you don't see them until they've already bit you. It's, a, it's amazing, these things. If we are to understand a place to hide, we must see one's weakness. Well, what, 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 what are your weaknesses? You must understand all of us have weaknesses. None here this afternoon will seek a hiding place if he thinks he can fix it himself. You think you can fix it. You think, well, whatever has me, I can fix it myself. I got the money. I can fix it myself. You know, we live in a fix-me society. I believe it is called a me too today. Focus on me, me too. Who do I focus on? I focus on me too. Who do I, who do I focus I don't focus on others. I focus on me too. You know, if if one gets sick, the doctor can fix it. If one gets in trouble, the lawyer can fix it. Who needs God? The one who knows the consequences of the danger, he is the one that needs a hiding place. If we know the consequences of it. The apostle knew his weaknesses, and he knew where to go. To fix it. And if you go to 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, Paul talks about his weaknesses there and what he, what he has need of. You know, we, we need to, we need to take an inventory of our weaknesses. What are we weak at? You know, how, how, how can we be drawn away? What, what is our weakness? Well, you know, I, I, I see weakness in people. I, I see people who are, you know, easy. They're easy pickings. Because they'll believe anything anybody tells them. I tell Rhonda all the time, I said, Rhonda, you can't believe everything anybody tells you. She'll say, she'll say, well, I, somebody on the telephone said this. I said, you can't believe everything everybody tells you. You just can't do it. And, and we find ourselves sometimes thinking that, if if I can't fix it, I got somebody can. Well, let me tell you, folks, you're going to look until you get to hell looking for somebody to fix it when you can have a hiding place. And that hiding place is in God himself. Now, if we're to understand a place to hide, we must see what one's uh, future, uh, uh, what one's future might bring. What does one's future might bring? Well, many, many diseases are in the future of many people. You know, how many of you know right now sitting here you got cancer? You know, ain't nobody sitting here know thinks they got cancer. It's just like a, a fella that, uh, he gets a cough like I do ever so often. And he was telling me sometime back, he said, uh, I went to the doctor and said, the doctor 
had run some tests on me and I had throat cancer. And I've been preaching for going on 53 years, talking going on 53 years, and a lot of preachers have throat cancer. But how many of us know that? No one's ever told me I've got throat cancer. Or no one's ever told me I've got lung cancer. No one's ever told me I've got brain cancer. But what's in the future? What is in your future? You see, is cancer in your future? Is trouble in your future? Is something going to come along in your future that's going to just throw you a wire that you don't know what it is? Many diseases. But uh, some people will get preventative tests thinking they can keep it all away. That still doesn't help. That still doesn't help. The gospel of Christ is foresight. Maybe, just maybe, somebody like me will come to you and teach you, preach a gospel to you. Just maybe somebody. You know, you may, you may not think it, but you're, you're in the most fortunate place anybody can be right today. And that's where the gospel's being preached. You know, yeah, lawyers can fix things, but they can't fix them forever. Doctors can fix things, but they can't fix them forever. You you may have enough money to get things fixed, but you can't do it forever. But I want to tell you, Jesus Christ died for you, and he'll fix it and fix it right now. You'll have a hiding place. I pray that you'll seek to seek that hiding place. The gospel of Christ is is a foresight. If you're here today and in danger of hellfire and can't and 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 must and you must listen to the one who knew beforehand. God knew beforehand what your what your needs are gonna be in the future. What are you gonna need? He he beckons to you to flee to him. One who flees before danger uh arrives will never be consumed by danger the bible says noah was moved by fear and he prepared an ark david says i flee unto thee for a hiding place you going you going to god today or are you going to just try to fix everything yourself Say that old preacher don't know what he's talking about. Well, sometimes I don't know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I wonder if I even know what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, I do know this, that there is a hiding place out there. Solomon, in all of his wisdom, said, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. Proverbs 22 and verse 3. Let me read that again. He said, A prudent man foreseeth the future, the evil, and hideth himself. But the simple pass on and are, and, and are punished. And lastly, if we're to understand a place to hide, we must see one's faith will cause him to seek a place to hide. Your faith will. Look at verses 
uh, 16 or 10 through 12 of the text here of this time. Verses 10 through 12. Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Thy spirit is good, is good. Lead me into the land of the uprightness. Quicken me, O Lord, for thy name's sake. In other words, save me for thy name's sake. And, 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 for thy, for thy righteousness, for thy name's sake, but thy righteousness sake, I'm sorry, I can't say, bring my soul out of trouble. And verse 12 says, and of the mercy cut off mine enemies and destroy all them that afflict my soul, for I am thy servant. One cannot master faith. I'm sorry, one cannot muster faith. It must be a gift from God. David did not wait and see, but ran and ran on to his hiding place. He didn't wait and see. He ran, he ran. He he didn't know how close Saul was on his heels, but he ran and he ran till he found his hiding place. What will you do, sinner? What about your... What, what about you, saint, who should know better, but you don't? Sometimes you get yourself in trouble and you have to find some place to hide. Well, right here's a good place. This is a good place right down here in front of this thing. It's a good place to hide. It's a good place to come and acknowledge your sins and, and, and let people know, you know, that you, you've been, uh, you've been haunted by your sins. That you've committed. All right, let's let's uh, 